All right. Five, four, three, two, one. We're live, brother. We are live. What's up? It's Mike Wall back with another episode of the Agent Revolution podcast, the place where we deconstruct the biggest challenges facing today's real estate agents so that they can build a sustainable, profitable, and most of all, fulfilling real estate business. Today, I'm joined by my new friend, Missouri Mega Agent, Mr. Jesse Weiser. We are here to help you raise your social media game. Hey, Jesse, you ready to rock and roll, brother? I am always ready. Yeah, so one thing that really stood out about you, man, um, and we, we were kind of talking back and forth, and, and just so everyone knows, Jesse and I met on an icon panel about two weeks ago um, for the uh, shareholders meeting. And, um, and, you know, a lot of what you said really resonated with me because it's a place uh, that I'm really trying to improve my business is on the social media side. And one thing that you said is, you said that about 90% of your business comes from Facebook. And um, so I'm really excited today to dig into that because I think you can add a lot of value to our audience uh, for people who are you know, trying to do social media or make more money from social media as it relates to their real estate business. So but before we dive into that, man, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us kind of your bio and then how you got into real estate and kind of where you're at today. Yeah. So. It all started back in 2014. I was kind of raised single mom, didn't really have like a father figure. I had a father in my life, but I'm around 12. He kind of like dissipated a little bit. He's still here, but I haven't spoke to him in three years. So I always saw that like real estate was a place to invest in real estate. And um, seems like you always see that real estate agents make money. You know, they're always like rolling, rolling the dough and you see like them driving Lambos and stuff. Well, they now being an agent, you have to work for it. You yeah. can't just like drive a Lambo just because you do one transaction, you know? Um, so around 2014. Unless it's a really big transaction, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, where I come from, the average like home price is 160. So you're not going to have anything too big around here. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. I'm in a similar market in Southwest Ohio here. Yeah. yeah. So around 2014 i started getting into real estate investment mm -hmm. and then I, it was about 2017 where some people were asking me like hey they started seeing me dabble in real estate and whatnot and they thought i was an agent and they said like hey i need you to help me sell my house i'm like hey i don't have a license like i can't just sell your house right so it wasn't until the end of 16 when people started saying that i was like maybe i should get my license so I can double dip, you know? Sure. So I got my license at the beginning of 17, February of 17. And I just started going from there. My whole background is actually video production. Okay. So I know like a lot of stuff, video, cameras, audio. I specialize in audio. Okay. And uh, lighting. And then I, ever since 2010, I've been involved with my actually church production. So I was for a couple of years in charge of the whole thing. So you walk into my church, we're a congregation of like 2,500. Okay. Um, I was in charge of audio lights, cameras, projector. I mean, everything environment wise that was electronic, I was in charge of. Okay. So I have like that background and I took that background and integrated it with my social media and it's just kind of blown up ever since. Okay. Yeah. And you've got some really unique ideas I want to discuss. 
Um, so if, if I'm hearing you correctly, just a quick recap, what drove you kind of into the business? You started on the investment side and you, you had some people coming to you saying, hey, can you sell my property for me? And then you had some of your own properties and you're like, well, shoot, if I list it, I can keep the commission and, and make you know twice as much money. Um, and, and, and then kind of the rest is, is history. Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that pretty accurate? Pretty close, yeah. And, and so, t so tell me when you made that transition, and, and you may still be an investor today, I'm an investor as well, but tell me right. when you made that transition, when were you like, well, man, this can be pretty lucrative. I can, I can probably, you know, I can probably make this work. I can probably scale this and do something really special with this. Yeah, it was, I mean, 2017, I was actually working three jobs. I was a real estate agent. I actually worked for Sara Lee Bread Company. I don't know if you know like Sara Lee. Yeah, oh yeah. And then I was actually investing, which I include investing, investing in real estate, a job. Like that is an actual job. Yeah. So I was doing all three at the same time, push my wife through college. Okay. And you know, it was, it was until I started making videos and started pushing it out on social media. And people were like, man, this guy is everywhere. It's like a kind of a weird perspective. You start doing video, they think of you as like, up here you know right you're it almost it you could be a brand new agent and do a lot of video and you're get, instantly gaining credibility and, and and influence yeah there's something about like you okay movie stars you see them on the screen and they instantly become like this celebrity to you well think about that with just a normal everyday guy and he's on the camera well you have now became a um can't think of it. A celebrity in their eyes, right? Essentially. Yeah. There's public figure. That's what it is. Public figure, yeah. You, yep. you automatically become a public figure if you start getting on camera consistently. Okay. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. So to, so you've been in the business since 2017. Um, how many transactions did you do last year, which would have been your first full year, right? No, actually, that would have been your second full year. Tell me about how you you scaled your business up. What did your first year and your second year look like? Yeah, so my first year, well, 17 and then 18, right? Yeah, 18 would have been your first full year, right? Yeah, so 17, I did, I think, seven transactions. Okay. And then 2018, right in September of 2018, I quit all my jobs and focused on real estate because my yeah. wife actually graduated high school. Not high school. <laughs> college <laughs> <laughs> it's Missouri, man i don't know yeah yeah so she finally graduated college and i was like okay i can drop that income and focus on this because she now has an income and yeah. it kind of replaced it, you know and i mean i hit it hard i hit it hard 2018 we finished up the whole year with uh, 15 transactions okay which the average realtor across the whole nation is like what 10 uh, not even that really i think it's somewhere yeah. between six and nine so i was doing part-time 15 transactions a year yeah you know, I, I did seven then i did 15 my second first full year of real estate and then in 2019 i hit it hard with uh, digital marketing social media marketing okay. so that's when you really turned it on on the social yeah. media 19. yeah so 2019 i mean i had a buddy that goes to church with me i was like hey i'll give you um eight hundred dollars a month Believe it or not, because time is money. I had yeah. to give up the editing. Um, I was involved with the camera and everything, but I just hired him for $800 a month just to help me with the editing part. 
and we did 42 transactions just from 2019, just from social media. Wow, man. So That's it like I'm kind of doubling as we go. Um, and we would have been on track for 80 this year if COVID wouldn't have hit. That's amazing, dude. So, and I know what everybody's asking themselves is what kind of freaking content are you creating to have that type of impact? And how in the heck did you learn it? So, you know, in 19, you said you started really going all in on social. How did you know to do that, man? I didn't. I mean, in 2017, I started doing my videos. Okay. Uh, they were like literally just educational videos, like renting versus buying. Okay. Um, you know, what first time home buyers do. How long were they, if you don't mind me asking? How long were the videos? My first one was three minutes. My second one was like two and a half. Okay. And then I started cutting them down to 30 seconds. Okay. And do you recommend that? So, so somebody getting into the video game, is there any length of time you would recommend a video be? That is a loaded question. Facebook wants it to be three minutes or longer, between okay. three and five. All right. But you have to learn how to like keep people's attention for three minutes because there's a lot of people that don't know how to keep attention. Right. And so you, that and that all comes down to what kind of content are you offering, right? Yeah. So okay. I, I've made videos. Um, you know you're from Springfield If, which got 300,000 views organically. Um, I did, you know, you've been to Branson, Missouri, which do you know what Branson is? Oh yeah. 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 So we went down to Branson and we did a video about that. That got 96,000 views, all organic, not even paid. So like there's ways of getting more views and all, both of those were three minute long videos, but then there's some videos that are kind of dry that you need to make 30 seconds or a minute. Mm -hmm. And if you exceed over one minute, it better be a dang good video. Okay. And so what I'm noticing here is that the the difference between um, the, the, the shorter videos and the longer videos, like a shorter video might be something educational, right? Like more like uh, yeah. why, to, why to rent or why to buy versus rent, right? Mm -hmm. People only want to hear so much about that. And, and then something that's funny or comical you can you can stretch that out a little bit if it if it's truly funny if people truly enjoy it right yeah okay dude that's great i mean to know that is is really really good because like i think there's probably a lot of people doing you know the the opposite of that they're they're stringing out like let me tour you around this house right isn't this great like what which other you know every other realtor on the world in the world does and you know you may do that as well and and i assume just by knowing you, you probably have a very special way of doing house tours, right? Where it makes it, it engages the audience. Is that, is, is there some truth to that? Yeah. I mean, just going into houses, there's one thing. So whenever you think of video and okay, even if you have, you're not a real estate agent and you're, you own a golf club, you yeah. know, a country club or something. What is something that every real estate can do? that not everybody can do but it i want you to answer that question what is something that we can do that no one else can do yeah so i mean we can show houses right we can yeah yeah we so why wouldn't you create a video series of just walking through million dollar homes yeah and people are like whoa this is cool he's going into that house you yeah. know perspective yeah 
all you have to do is just text another realtor like hey i'm gonna do some free marketing for you and they're like cool like i would love that yeah and so uh, older realtors that they're like i'd rather market the property myself yeah okay do you run into that a lot yeah do you really and is it mostly with older realtors yeah is it okay. and i'm not like dogging these no, no 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 yeah it, it could be a demographical thing i mean there, there's and some people you know again it's 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 scarcity versus abundance right it's whatever yeah. mindset you have they some people don't understand that the more um the more eyeballs you get on a listing you know the more likely you are to, to sell it and and, yeah. um, and and you know they'd rather you know they'd rather miss out on those views and and try to sell it themselves and get those views and and, yeah. and, and cooperate with another realtor to get it sold um do you, let me ask you this now um because you're 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 you have a better idea of what works now because of all the beta testing that you've done all the trial and error that you've done what what content do uh, consumers enjoy the most you think if you can create something that you can do every week um i would go facebook live every week at a certain time certain day yeah and if it's enjoyable then facebook favors facebook live yeah and you would just hit that up every single week on the exact same day and the exact same date okay and time um, you know, are you doing that personally now? No. Okay. But I need to, but I'm trying to figure out like a piece of content. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you told me also that you've just launched a podcast, which would be, you know, that's obviously a way of being able to get in front of an audience. Um, I want you and I talked before we went live here about some different ideas. And, and one of the new things you were talking about, you know, about the whole foodie group and how you guys had you 14,000 likes already. Walk me through how that, like, talk, talk to the audience about the group, how you thought about the group, what you were trying to accomplish, and then what you guys are doing with the group now. Yeah. So you can easily look it up on Facebook. It's Traveling Foodsters. Um, the next best thing. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, what it is is we found a niche that in our area no one was doing. So everyone can go on Instagram and just post pictures, right? Like pictures right. are easy. Well, what I'm doing is I'm going into these restaurants with a professional video camera like that, yeah. except for the teleprompter is not on there. And I'm setting up a video camera, putting some nice clean audio on a lav mic, something that looks like this, sure. you know, put it on, put some lights on and literally asking the restaurant if we can do some free advertising for them video advertising right now if a restaurant were to hire someone to come out and do a commercial it would probably cost anywhere between two and five thousand dollars yeah we're doing it for free sure the only thing we're doing is it's going to be our platform like if you want us to come in it's going to be our faces our brand i mean everything yeah. And what we do is, hey, we're going to come advertise your restaurant, put it in front of all of our fans, which now we have close to 14,000 likes on it. Yeah. And you're going to give us some gift cards to give away to our fans. Yeah. Love the idea, man. I love it. Love it. Love it. And whenever we get there, they feed us for free. Wow. So it's like there's perks. And as you do more and more videos, the restaurant owners love you more. Yeah. 
And then like you start becoming a celebrity in that re- restaurant and you walk in and they're like, Hey, Jesse, you want some free food? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. Like what the, <laughs> but, um, so what we did was traveling food series is just another extension of my marketing. It just has a different brand. Yeah. My brand is my face. If my face is in traveling foosters, it's still branding me. Right. Yeah. So what we started was, okay, why are we going to do this? There always has to be a why. It's why before do. Why before do. People want to just do before they think about why. And what tell me why that's important though. Because (laughs) you know, you could get you could start doing something and get burnt out because you never figured out the why. Right. Exactly. And that's what I want to resonate with people. And you just happen to pick something that you enjoy doing, right? Which I mean, there are different ideas for different people of whatever they enjoy doing, but you you, yeah. all, you like to eat, right? You enjoy food like most of us do. Yeah. I mean, it's not just about the food. It's I like creating video content. Yeah. And all the other perks were like benefits, you know? Yep. So what we do is we figured out the why, you know, it's like, and what it came down to is we want to intentionally help our community how by creating video marketing for free yeah i mean for the restaurants to help them and in return we get some value back which is we're everywhere you know i I get comments all the time i have wiser living realty that i do video series in and then i do traveling foosters like it's a whole different demographic i mean you're People follow Wiser Living Realty because they're interested in the housing market. Sure. People follow Traveling Foosters because they're interested in food. They're interested in giveaways. They're interested in free gift cards. They're interested in what the heck does that restaurant have, you know? But here's what we found out quickly is people are intimidated to go into restaurants and order something because they have no idea what to order and they get comfortable eating the same restaurant yeah so what we're doing is we're going in we ask for two appetizers two entrees one dessert so that's five five plates or whatever and what's cool is we ask for them to pick it the restaurant they pick their best meals what's the top ordered menu item so then we create a high professional like high quality video i mean you need to go out there and look at traveling foosters yeah yeah um for the restaurant, but it has all of our brand. Now, when people research, I mean, there's people that go to Traveling Foosters. We've done so many now yeah. that people go and they they just look up the videos and see what they want to order now. Wow. They're like, oh, I haven't been to Everyday Thai. So, oh, well, let's see if Traveling Foosters ever been to Everyday Thai. And they're like, oh, look at there. You know, and they see what they can order. They see what we say about the food. Yeah. Is it spicy? Is it sweet? Is it savory? You know, all this. And then they get to, they they get more comfortable. Yeah. Before even going in and trying something new. Yeah. You know know what's so neat about that, man, is that, you know, you you went out and intentionally and tried, you're you're trying to deliver good content um, and you're trying... You're trying to deliver good content to your audience, right? That they can use. So if they go to that restaurant, you know, they can see what's good, what they would want to order on the menu. And then you're offering free advertisement for the restaurant. And then you're getting free advertisement with your brand, right? Which is your face. Yeah. It's it's a win, win, win. It literally is. And 
I, I just wonder why more people aren't doing it. Um, there's two things. One, they're scared to be in front of video. And two, and I don't understand why people are scared to be in video. They're like, oh, the angle's wrong. Oh, I look, you know, got some rolls or whatnot. You know what? Everyone, if you get out of your house, everyone sees that one roll that you don't want to show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't understand that. Um, or two, they don't know anything about video or cameras and they get intimidated and then they don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you're saying fear and, and then, um, and just, and, and not knowing how to use the equipment, right? And any, any recommendations on getting over fear or get how to, how to how better ways of using the equipment, getting to know the equipment better. Any ideas on that? Just start with your phone. Okay. I mean, seriously, just open up your phone, put it in the camera mode and hit record. All right. Just start, just start doing it, and then edit. You, editing gets rid of a lot of like bad stuff. You can edit pretty much anything out. Sure, just sure. so cool. But um, what were we talking about? So here's one. So honestly, we were just talking about how it's a win-win-win for you know yeah. the community, uh, for the consumer uh, who's going to the restaurants, for you and your brand, and then for the restaurant. How many like, how many Facebook pages do you have right now? I have two. You have two. So you have your your personal Jesse Weiser page. Oh, sorry, I have three. Okay. <laughs> and then you have the foodies page, right? And then you have the uh, the Weiser the Weiser agent. Yeah. So it's Weiser Realty. Yeah, yeah. So personal page, Jesse Weiser. Okay. Weiser Living Realty. Okay. Now my wife and I use and we do more of like the video series on there. The personal one, we do some business and some a lot of personal. Okay. And we have Thailand Foosters, where we help the community and local restaurants. Okay. All right. So um, is it important to separate um, your your business page and your personal page, you think? So in 2017, I started all on my business page. I was like, business, 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 push yeah. that, push that. Well, I quickly found out that the algorithm for Facebook on pages is now they're starting to get, like, get away and actually put less of Facebook pages in people's timelines. Yeah. So I started focusing on my personal page, putting business on there. Okay. There's like a, there's like an algorithm, a personal algorithm you have to do where for like every three personal things, you put one business. Okay. So people don't think that you're slamming business. Sure. Because um, people will stop following you. Okay. Uh, start putting like some of your highlights in there and personal stuff, which we, we do a good job at that. Um, but now I'm kind of going back to the Facebook page because I want that brand to get stronger. The business page? You're going back to the business page? Yeah, the Wiser Living Realty. Okay, but you're still doing your your um, your three personal posts and then your business posts on your on your personal page, right? Okay, yeah, that's, that's important. That's your fear. Okay, they they want to know like who you are as a person before. Yeah. That that's all it is is they want to know who you are as a person personally, so they can trust you. Right. People don't work with you until they trust you. Right. Yeah. And what's nice about social media is they want to work with you 
versus Zillow leads, they have to work with you. Yeah. And how important is authenticity when you're posting something on your personal page? Very important. Extremely important. Yeah. Like you, people know you're a realtor. If you do Facebook well, they know you're a realtor. They okay. know you're going to be there. They don't want to be told five times a week that you're a realtor and that you're doing so much in business. Right. You know, what I mean? like people that are other realtors in the area, they're like, I had 16 showings today and blah, blah, blah. They make themselves appear to be really busy. Yeah. But then I go and look at their performance and I'm like quadrupled what they're doing. Yeah. And I don't advertise that I have 16 showings. Yeah. I, I guess I don't, I don't understand that perspective. And if you make it sound like you're too busy, people won't come to you because they won't think that you have the time for them. Ooh, man, that's a golden nugget. I, I, I guess I didn't even think about that. That's a great, that's a, I mean, that's a, that's a, I mean, if you're, if you think about it, man, you, and you look just slammed all the time, you're right, man. People are going to think twice before they actually re reach out to you because they're going to want to know that you have time for them. Never even thought about that, man. That's uh that is a golden nugget. So let me ask you this. Um, so you, you do a substantial amount of business on Facebook. I mean, 90% of your, your business is on Facebook. How does that walk me through the process? Obviously you're posting content. What happens after that? You're, you're, you're putting that, that content out into the social media world, yeah. right? And then people are engaging it. And then how do people usually come into um, your fold and, and you start working with it? Man, that's so hard because you're not technically paying for the lead. Right. Like with Zillow, you pay and they call. Yeah. Facebook is one of those where it's a like long, you? They, do, do they like DM you or? or, or yeah. Or, all right. So what they do is it, it's a flip. So every once in a while, you'll get someone that will comment on one of your posts. Yeah. And you'll be like, hey, you know, we... See, I never say we show houses. It's more or less like I make videos and they yeah. know I'm a realtor. So they'll like comment on one of my videos and say, oh, I really like that. I can't wait until I can do that with my house. Yeah. Bam. In my registry, they're on my radar. I write them, write their name on the board. Okay. And I, I follow up with them. Okay. But then you have some people that DM you and they say like, hey, I was thinking about buying a house. I would love to work with you. Bam. Instantly, they DM me. I know that they're going to be loyal. Yeah. And I could be, they want to work with me because yeah. they've seen, you know, my authenticity, my charismatic, you know, personality. Yeah. I can't say I'm, I'm kind of charming sometimes, you know, I'm yeah. <laughs> but, uh, especially, um, now that my wife has quit, she was a teacher for two years. Okay. I worked my butt off to get her through college. Now she quit. <laughs> our, business, our business has taken off and now it's just like, people like her more and want to work with the both of us. So sure. I'm like pro couple teams. That's awesome, man. So you guys are a team now. You guys are working together. It just happened in May. She okay. quit, obviously school's out, contract's over. So now it's probably gonna take us six months to get in a groove. Sure. But uh, I'm super excited. Man, that is a great story. And, 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 and so you guys now are working together. Is she now making some of the content? So believe it or not, she is the mastermind behind all my ideas. Okay. So now that she- so You heard it here first, folks. It was not, <laughs> Jesse's just admitting now that we should have had his wife on the show and not yeah. him. <laughs> no, no, no. So there's content creation yeah. where you think of the ideas. 
everyone can think of ideas. I'm the ex executioner. <laughs> I execute. You execute the ideas. ideas. She there's comes two, up with them, you execute them. Yeah, there's two types of people. Yeah. One that comes up with the idea, writes it on the board, and I say, all right, I'm the gladiator. I'm going to get out there and execute. Love it, man. And there are some people, they have all these dreams, and it's not until you write it down, it becomes an objective. Yeah. So for those of, of, of you watching um, and, and those of you who will listen to the podcast, Jesse, what do you recommend? Like, How many posts would you recommend daily on both your business and personal pages? Oh, man. Um, so our personal page, I do and engagements, by the way, I'm sorry, just, 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 and also engagements on other posts. What do you recommend for that? What do you mean engagements on other posts? Okay. So you're making your own personal post, right? So you, per, you, maybe you post something on your business page. Maybe you post something on your foodies page and then maybe you post something on your personal page. Yeah. Um, and so how many posts are you making there now? And then also engagement. So if somebody... If people are commenting on your post, are you then engaging those comments? Absolutely. Okay, and that's someone, important, right? Yeah, that is very important. That falls in the algorithm. If someone comments on your stuff, no matter what you post, yeah. if you don't comment back within, me personally, if you don't comment back in like five to 10 minutes, Facebook will start lowering your, um, your op, your or organic push i call it my meatball like pushing yeah. your meatball up the hill sure um you have to comment back extremely fast okay and if you're not good at that get better okay. <laughs> and so on your art which page are you most active on right now your personal your business or your foodie my, page my personal so okay. on the foodie page it's the the foodster page yeah uh, traveling foodsters it's three of us so it started with two of us one person fell off i got another person and then we just added a, a lady friend of ours okay and now we have three so now we came up with an idea of one person can't do it all so what we do is i take mondays shayla takes fridays and brock takes saturdays so we at least have three posts a week then we have a video every thursday I mean, it's like every Thursday a video comes out. If you want to know when to post the video, post it Thursday night at five o'clock. Okay. Write that down your sticky note, whatever it is. If you're going to post one video a week, Thursdays at five. Okay. For some reason, Thursdays do amazing. Okay. Personal page, I only do like one to three posts a week. Now I hit up my stories. I didn't know how big stories was. I yeah. just started stories like two weeks ago. Okay. And people are loving it. They, they get to see like more of an insight of your life. What are you doing with your stories? Like, what are you posting? That That's where like, I hate when people post, oh, 16 showings today on their timeline. Yeah. We're doing it in our story because after 24 hours, it's gone. Yeah. Like no one can go back and look at it. So we usually post like, hey, we're doing some showings this morning. Let me just pull up my stories. Yeah. And are you, so you're taking pictures out and posting those as well? Yeah. Pretty much what I'm doing. Got it. So this okay. is a listing we have. Okay. And then it goes like through another, you know, set of pictures. And then it goes through another set of pictures. Only if we have a listing, do we do this? But then like we did this, 
today. Yeah. And then we posted pictures of us getting ice cream. Basically, oh, dude, like, that's so cool, man. Yeah, basically just like um, an insight of what we're doing. Yeah. That's all we do that we don't want to bog our timeline down with. Right. Timelines are for heavy hitting posts. Okay. Heavy hitting. Like, just bought a house. Check this out. Just had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just passed a kidney stone. Check number. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like some heavy hitting where I know people are going to either like it or comment on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, I said, one thing I'm hearing like with you is consistency is extremely important, right? Yeah. Because you want a long-term, long-term game. Yeah. You have to keep the consistency up. Yeah, because sometimes people will post stuff and then they'll go days without posting anything else. And Facebook, I know, doesn't like that because then it seems like the next post, even if you got some really good organic reach with your last post and you wait three or four days to post something else, that next post usually doesn't do very well. You know what I mean? Because they don't put it in front of a lot of people. And people favor faces. Like if your face and you're not like smiling or something. Yeah. Your, your post doesn't do as good. But if you're, you if you do like a selfie, for some reason, people love it. They'll comment it. Yeah. So every time we go on a date night, which is kind of, I don't know, once a week, more like once every two weeks, we need to yeah. get better with that. <laughs> we'll just take a, a selfie, you know, of us smiling and be like, finally got out of the house, you know, yeah. and we'll, we'll post it. But it's uh, us, our faces up close, clear picture yeah and people just go crazy over it here's what i want to know man and i think i think i have a pretty good guess on the answer to this question um and, and i'm talking about equipment aside right um what is your all-in budget right now monthly budget on social media zero dollars yeah 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 and so the and i i i, I knew that was the answer um so your return on your return on investment is infinite right you're 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 now getting to the point to where you know you said and you said 90 percent of your business is coming from social or facebook specifically um yeah. now it's just more about like how do you scale like how do you come up with more ideas how do you come up with more content so that you can continue to build this out are there any plans to um to develop any more pages or launch any more pages at this point or are you just sticking with the three I'm just gonna stick with the three okay. and really push Wires of Living Realty out there. Okay. We have two video series that we're gonna drop. I'm not gonna tell you about them. Okay. <laughs> but um, stay tuned, I, folks. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about them um, because one of them, what can realtors only do? So, what did you say? Showing. Showing houses. So, we're gonna do million dollar home tours. Okay. And we're just going to call up the listing agents and say, hey, I want to come to your house. Got a video camera. Let's do it. And yeah. if they want to be on camera, sure. They're the gateway to content. Yeah. Right? And I think here in the middle of June, this is going to, this is weird coming out of my mouth. I'm actually going to start Facebook ads where now my wife is coming on. So yeah. now I can handle more. So now we're going to start pushing some of our ads out okay and, um, so that that by the way dude that's a that's what he's saying essentially is he's mastered i always tell everybody what you do is you niche 
you master, you leverage, repeat. And right now you've you've niched, you've essentially mastered, and and now you have your wife to leverage some of that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then you're investing some of that that money back into what you've already what you've already what you know is already paying the bills, and you're gonna scale that out and see how far you can take it, right? Yeah. So. Have you ever heard of comedians in cars drinking coffee? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've watched the Netflix series with Jerry Seinfeld. So what we're going to be doing is a knockoff of that. So I have a friend that has classic cars. We're going to go around and interview um, some heavy hitter business people. And that's going to be the other series. So what I'm doing is I'm now going to be, there's two. Remember, you have to find the why. Yeah. Why am I going to be doing this video series? One, I'm going to be in front of the heavy hitting people. I mean, you got to think corporate managers, corporate owners, corporate, I mean, just business owners. Um, I live so two in- things come to mind, Jesse. Two things come to mind here. They make a lot of money and they know a lot of people. <laughs> That's my why. Yeah. You enter their network. Yeah. So what I'm doing is I'm getting them in a classic car. I'm driving around and literally talking about them. Yeah. Three, all they're going to do is talk about, hey, I drove in this really cool car and someone interviewed me. You should check them out on Facebook. They send me friend requests. I'm in their network. And it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. I love it, man. And, and then I don't think your plan is world dominance, my friend, or at least Missouri yeah. Springfield's a, a dominance, right? Yeah. So have you ever heard of Bass Pro? Yeah. We have the headquarters here. Johnny Morris lives in Springfield, Missouri. Wow. You ever heard of Andy's Frozen Custard? Oh, yeah. Headquarters here in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. You ever heard of O'Reilly's Auto Parts? Of course. Guess where the headquarters is? Not Springfield, Missouri. Springfield, Missouri. (laughs) I could never get that jingle out of my head, by the way. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Have you ever heard of Prime Trucking? Anyways, uh, the owner lives here in Springfield, Missouri. So I know what people are thinking right now. It's like, well, I could never do that, right? And immediately everybody has like all these limiting beliefs. But what I see with you, man, is you just, you come up with an idea and then you you never look back. It's like you you never, not once have you, have I gotten the impression from you that one of these ideas couldn't happen. It's like they're, not only not only have we come up with these ideas, but we're gonna make it happen, right? There's and there's no other alternative. Where there's a will, there's a way. Right, right. And here's the thing: you and I are both in sales. Sales is full of no's. Yeah. You can't get over a no. You can't be in sales. Right. So I have. Uh, I need classic cars. I need exotic cars. First place I went to, as soon as I walked in, they saw some young kid asking to drive a. exotic Porsche. And they were like, no. (laughs) I said, do you know who I am? (laughs) But they're- What? I'm I'm a foodster. Yeah, but here's the mindset people like don't get over. They they hear a no and they're like, oh, it's gonna be no across the board. Yeah. If you keep at it, you will get a yes. I was just texting my my sister out of all people hope she never watches this but out of all people 
I never knew my sister had a contact that had a connection with classic cars. So I was just texting all my friends, even my title company owner. I'm, I'm, I'm good friends with him. I was like, hey, I need somebody with classic cars. I got a video series. I need someone that will allow me to just drive a classic car around with uh, business owners, corporate yeah. managers. And he was like, hey, let me see if I can reach out. Got a text today. That was yesterday. Got a text today. And he said, hey, I got a hold of him. I think it's going to happen. But in the meantime, I have my sister's boss that owns Springfield uh, Coach Group. Yeah. And they manufacture limousines for like, you know, millionaires and stuff. Yeah. He said that not only do I have a connection or not only do I have access to his classic card uh, collection. Yeah. Anytime, I can take out his limousines. Nice. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. So I got a ton of no's. Like I, I went up to these places. Uh, you know, it's a exotic car place. They told me no. Some uh, insurance was too high. They don't want to put the miles on the cars. I was like, all right, bunch of defects. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, then I went to some other place where they do high end leases. And he told me, oh, I'm retiring next month. Well, I'm going to get out of the game. I'm like, okay, well, there's an, another roadblock. Yeah. Went into uh, Reliable Toyota, where they also own Audi, BMW, and, you know, all the higher-end cars. And I ran into another roadblock. So I'm like, what the heck? And then it hit me. I'm like, why am I going to dealers? Why don't I just start reaching out to personal people? Yeah. You know, private ownership. People that don't care. So I just started sending out mass text messages to all the people that I would hope know people. And I got some yeses because who, here's the thing. They know who I am. They know that I'm going to take responsibility for any like damage I make. Yeah. So they vouch for me and then it became yeses. Dude, I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Well, we're running up against the clock here, but what I do want to make sure is if People want to be able to get in touch with you either to um, get to know you better or learn more about how to build their social media game or, you know, just to connect with you, man. Uh, what's the best way to do that? Facebook. Okay. You know, just find me on Facebook, Jesse Weiser. Um, they can call me, I guess. 417-207-9994. Love it. I love it. I love it, man. I always love sharing these stories week after week because I know – 